Do you ever feel like you're constantly learning new things about bees? Welcome to the Dead Letters Bureau. This is Melissa Castellanos, and you're listening to Hive Mind. Do you ever feel like you're constantly learning new things about bees? I know I do, and it's your lucky day because I've been assigned a podcast for a biology class, and this is the topic I've come up with. I'm not, as you know, very good at public speaking, but I really love bees. And here alone in my room, talking to a microphone doesn't actually feel that public, so it's your lucky day for real. Hashtag be blessed. Hopefully it doesn't come off too awkward, me talking about bees to myself. But you know, it's for, it's for a good cause, for an A, for me. Let's take the blue orchard bee, for instance. I just learned about these the other day. They live in orchards and they're blue. And as if that wasn't cool enough, uh, they're also working bees. So they're blue collar bees. Am I right? (laughs) Anyway, they have this job to do, which is to pollinate the fruit trees. And they're so good at it that the orchard people or uh, farmers, uh, they build apiaries among the trees so that the bees can live there and just pollinate them. And if it were me, I think I would try to pay them a living wage because they do it so well. Uh, and I really wish I could visit an orchard and, and just see these bees running it. But uh, in the meantime, I have to settle for Google images. And they're beautiful. Be beautiful. <laughs> Okay, clearly I need to get a life, or uh, get a move on, because there are over 20,000 species of bees, and I have to cover probably at least a thousand of them to get an A. Who knows, maybe I'll discover more as the podcast goes, you'll just have to wait and see. Anyway, I hope you'll join me as I tell this microphone about bees, and get excited about bee puns. Uh, This is Melissa Castellanos, signing off. Uh, insert clever catchphrase here. Welcome to Hive Mind. Today I'm going to tell you a little about the history of bees. History of bees, you ask? Bees can't have history. They don't have written language or any language at all. One. You are so wrong. Honeybees can communicate through pheromones and dances. They can distinguish between colors and human faces. They learn. They can deliver information in a multitude of ways. Who's to say they don't have their own records, their own history written on the cave walls of their hives, like the caves we used to paint in? If only we could translate it. What wisdom is written on the inside of those hives. If only we could unlock it. Yeah, but I digress. I'm here to talk to you about the human history of bees. 
people have been casting bees as the messengers of gods since they started imagining the gods existed. Uh, Delphic oracles were called bees, as were priestesses worshipping Artemis and Demeter. Uh, Apollo's gift of prophecy came to him via three bee maidens. Bee maidens. I don't even know what that means, but I know bees were involved somehow. Uh, what else? Uh, ancient depictions of bee goddesses actually date back further than even a pre-Hellenic Greece. The sand people of the Kalahari Desert believe a bee provided the seed to create the first people. So, like, technically, according to them, we're all descended from bees. Which is a-okay with me. It's maybe the coolest thing ever. Uh, in Egyptian myths, they were the tears of the sun god mixed with the desert sand. Also, uh, another fact, to be anointed with honey was to be affluent of speech. It was a gift of heaven. And fermented honey predates wine as an alcoholic beverage of choice. Everybody getting crunk on that bee juice, am I right? Hey! And uh, the list goes on. Uh, bees can go between the world of the living and the land of the dead, uh, legends say. Maybe as part of this project, I'll tie a note to a bee and see if the dead write back. Yeah. Next time on Hive Mind, a letter to the dead. This is Melissa Castellanos, signing off. Welcome back to Hive Mind, my best attempt at passing biology. Uh, this is Melissa Castellanos with a draft of my note, The Dead, to be delivered by this bee I've captured. Uh, by the look of it, this is an eastern carpenter bee, Xylocopa virginica, an old friend. I, uh, I chose this kind of bee because they're the largest bees that live near me, so they're ideal for delivering letters to the dead. Uh, anyway, so, um, here it goes. Dear dead people. Mm, I wasn't sure who I should address it to. Maybe, maybe it should be more personal. Uh, maybe, let's see. Uh, maybe it should be, maybe it should be for my Aunt Ruth. I think she'd really like to hear from me. Uh, and the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, dear Aunt Ruth, uh, I know it's been a while since we talked, and you probably, uh, wouldn't recognize me, even if I could include a picture with this message. Um, we miss you here. Sorry it's taken me so long to write. I, I really just only the other day thought of this idea to attach the letter to the bee. Um, so. Uh, remember how you used to keep an apiary? Do they let you keep memories after you've passed? Uh, well, I hope so, or this letter will seem very strange to you. Uh, in any case, I hope they let you keep bees in the underworld. Or, um, 
wherever wherever you are. Um, please write back if you can. Uh, love, Melissa. That should uh, that should do the trick. Now I'll just tie it to the bee. It's the easiest part of this process, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Um, gently. Gently, and, uh, there. Maybe, maybe I should whisper her name to the bee? Uh, just, just to make sure it knows who it's delivering to. Um. Ruth Castellanos. Um. Okay. Now I'll just, uh, release it out, out of my window. And, uh, off, off he goes. All right. Uh, well, I'll keep you all posted on any letters I get back. You know, messages from the underworld or extremely confused neighbors or, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'll hear nothing. Whatever it may be. Uh, yeah. So thanks for joining me. This is Hivemind, and I am Melissa Castellanos, buzzing off. Here's another episode of Hivemind! I'm Melissa Castellanos, here to tell you even more about bees. Specifically, today I want to tell you about my personal connection to bees, because I can just feel you all wondering why I chose this, of all biology topics, to do my biology project on. Why bees? Uh, one, I can't believe I haven't convinced you yet of the worthiness of bees, and how interesting they are, and two, I have always had a special connection to bees. Don't laugh. When I was a kid, well, more of a kid, my Aunt Ruth kept an aviary in her backyard, and she showed me how to care for the bees, and she told me all these facts about them, and, and showed me how to harvest their honey, and then we'd make really delicious stuff out of it. I'd just sit out by that apiary watching for hours as the bees came and went. And that's what I did after she died, too. I went to her house and watched the bees. I didn't know then that I could use them to send messages. I guess I barely know that now. Well, hopefully someone responds soon. I originally wrote to Aunt Ruth, but... Maybe someone else will respond. I kind of hope it's her, though. It'd be really nice to hear from her again. All right, that's enough personal information for you. I'm Melissa Castellanos, buzzing off. Hey everyone, it's me, Melissa, and this is High Mind. Okay, so I found a note on my windowsill, but it's weird. I'm not sure it's from the Underworld, but maybe it is. Uh, I'll read it to you. 
Uh, it says, whoever you are, this isn't funny. Please stop. That's a weird reaction to a kind note, right? I'm, I'm gonna respond. Uh, let's see. Dear friend, I'm sorry if what I sent has offended you. I'm only trying to see if bees are, in fact, the messengers to the underworld, as myth would have it, for a podcast for biology class? Why do you want me to stop? Are you dead or alive? And who are you? Sincerely, Melissa. Alright, uh, now I just have to figure out how to summon Fred. Well, that's that's my bee messenger. I need to summon him back so they can deliver this. Um, here, Fred. Come to my window, buddy. I have another message for you to Whoa! Wow. I can't believe that actually worked. Okay, so, uh, just gotta tie this note onto him, I guess. And, uh, okay. Let's see. And... There! And now... We wait. Again. Welcome once again to Hive Mind. I'm still waiting for a reply from the afterlife, but in the meantime, I have some more bee facts for you. Uh, for instance, did you know that the politics we normally associate with bees, a queen with her drones, is actually the only, only the politics of honeybees and bumblebees? Most bees native to North America, and the honeybee is not native, mind you are solitary creatures, or have a more democratic approach to their societies. They're like in the hive holding votes and stuff, I guess. And uh, bees also come in just about every color you can imagine. I've already told you about the blue orchard bee, but there's also black bees, and red bees, and green bees, and purple bees. Uh, every color you've ever seen, there's probably a bee of that color. And maybe even colors you've not ever imagined. Uh, the reason you haven't seen bees of this variety is because they're solitary. You know, black bees, it's just one of them hanging out, minding his own business. It's kind of hard to spot. Then, of course, there's the fact of all the bees dying in large numbers. You'd think a creature with such a good relationship to death would escape it somehow. And yet here we are, and the bees are dying by the thousands all at once. If that happened to people, the government would immediately do something about it. They'd uh, launch an investigation or seek justice of some kind. But no, there's no justice for bees. I hope Fred sees some of his friends when he delivers my letter to the underworld and gets to say hello. I'll let you all know when he gets back. Uh, but for now, I'm buzzing off. See ya. Well, hello again.
I, uh, I got a letter back and, well, it, it doesn't make any sense. I, uh, I guess, I guess I'll just read it to you. It says, you know full well this is Ruth and it's not funny to masquerade as my dead niece. Surely you know how much she meant to me or you wouldn't use her name. Stop sending me letters. Leave me and her in peace. I I don't know what this means. I I thought I thought I I didn't die. Did I? Did I die? I no. That doesn't make That doesn't make any sense. Someone someone's playing some kind of <sighs> I don't know. I... I've gotta go. Uh, hey everyone. I... I still don't know what to make of the letter I received. I... I'm confused. I... I don't remember. Maybe dead people don't know they died? After they've gone to the afterlife, maybe they just keep living like everything is normal? I don't know. I thought about responding, about telling Ruth that she's wrong. I'm not dead, she's dead. But that would imply that I knew that for sure. What if I did die? What if I'm the one who doesn't remember and has been living like I'm alive and biology matters? I guess, I guess nothing really matters. I don't I don't think I should do this podcast anymore. This has got to be enough for an A. Uh this is this is Melissa Castellanos. Buzzing off. The voice of Melissa is Emily Rich. The voice of the narrator is Mika McIntosh. Story written by Emily Rich. Music provided by Dave Supley. You can hear more of his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash Dave dash Supley. That's Supley spelled S-U-P-P-L-E-Y.